Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey, friends. Happy 2023. We made it. Wow. And speaking from the future slash past, I want to tell you 2023 looks great. It looks like every other year. We've got a great show for you guys. <laughs> we sure do. First up, we are giving you our 2023 bingo card picks for the year. It's a little wacky. We're just making some predictions, having some fun with it. Hopefully a lot of these things don't happen. And then once again, no New Year's resolutions. Instead, let's do actionable January. So we're going to give you some of the things that we're going to try to do in January because honestly, we're so sick and fucking tired of resolutions. Yeah. And as always, we have our hashtag swag bag. But up next, take it away, small child. The pitch and the shit. Okay, my shits are, once again, we've explained, we're recording in the past. It has not actually been Christmas yet. For so many years, I've heard people say like, oh, the holidays are so hard on mothers and they're so busy doing everything. And I never negated that as a mother. I understand it, but I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm doing something right because it's not that terrible for me. Man, oh man, this year, Christmas isn't feeling magical. Nothing's feeling magical. I just feel overwhelmed and stressed out. And every day I look towards the next day and I'm like, oh, look at the calendar. It looks empty. By eight o'clock the night before, that day is fucking jam packed. And I am sick on top of it. And I have been doing Christmas stuff since before Thanksgiving. I know you were really on the ball. I am just so goddamn overwhelmed and tired. And I called my mom today and was like, listen, when we go upstate, I need some time to rest. I am so run down. I feel like I can't even recover from whatever the sickness is that everybody in the world has right now. I can't even recover because I'm just running myself fucking ragged. What do you think it is about this year? I think the past couple of years, my family's specifically have acted like hermits and we haven't been going to a lot of places and because of COVID and Sebastian wasn't vaccinated and our number one concern was keeping him safe. And now that he's vaccinated, we're trying to live our lives kind of like the rest of society, which is just normal. We feel protected by our vaccines being boosted and all of that. If we get sick, it's not going to be the end of the world. Remember this time last year, I kept Sebastian out of school basically all of December and part of January because of Omicron. Yeah. And I was going to say, I also think I think part of it is just we're not used to it. Yeah. I said to a friend today, I'm thinking about going into the city and hitting a couple spots in New Jersey to do it. I'd have to go to so many different places, but I could go to like one neighborhood in New York and kind of get it all done. As I typed it out, I said, I know that sounds ambitious. And she's like, it really does. And I'm like, but why in olden times was that not ambitious? But now it feels extra ambitious. Can you imagine what Christmas was like for our mothers who didn't have things like Amazon or online shopping? or groceries that can be delivered. We have these wonderful modern conveniences that really help us. My mom used to shop all year long. Really? My mom didn't do that. Well, my mom's one of seven and she used to get presents for everybody. And she also shopped for my grandmother. So she would do the shopping for my grandmother. My grandmother would give her a check or whatever. She would shop all year long and there would be an area I could never go into. And I aspire to do that. My thing is that I have no patience. So I just want to give you the thing right away. And 
my mom did. And there was always a joke every year that either my mom or my grandmother had more presents to give, but then midway through the year, she'd find them again because she hid them so well from everybody, including herself. So that's how my mom handled it. She would just shop all year round. Power to our moms and power to single moms who do this shit all on their own too, because it is just too much. I often do tits with no shits. I don't know that I have any tits right now. Just complete and total overwhelm. That's just what I'm feeling. And all I want to do is crawl into my bed and sleep. Well, how about if I do two tits? Okay. Positivity, my friend. It evens out. First tit is we have been getting listener emails and private messages and stuff about all sorts of things, whether it's they bought coffee from your dad after our episode or someone sharing that something that I shared about my recent struggle with diagnosis and whatever has helped them. And I just want to say, guys, it means the world to us. It really does. Not to be overly dramatic, but we've said it before. It's just the two of us sitting here talking to each other. We can't imagine anyone would want to hear anything we had to say. I guess we do imagine because we're putting it out there, but we're always surprised. And so it really keeps us going. Some of these days, especially like right now during the holiday season, Ashley and I love doing this, but man, it can be work. And I don't mean to be like an influencer that's like, oh my God, feel bad for me. It's so much work. I spent all day recording things. I'm just saying that as a parent, sometimes carving out the time to do this because it's not just this recording, it's all the stuff. We love doing it, but sometimes it's hard to just get everything done. And so hearing that you're listening to what we're saying and we're helping in some way, honestly, is the fuel that keeps us going. So thank you to everybody who does that and keep it up because sometimes Ashley and I are feeling a little dissuaded and it really does help. I feel really guilty that I didn't say that, but yes, I agree with all of those. Carrie speaks for both of us. It's true. And I don't mean like take care of us, but take care of us, guys. I appreciate it. And then my other tits, once again, here comes Carrie with an ailment. (laughs) I finally, after like 13 years, got diagnosed with sleep apnea. And I kind of knew that I had it, but it was really hard to get diagnosed for multiple reasons. So I finally found a female pulmonologist sleep specialist. She gave me an at-home test. I've done a bunch of the like go sleep at some weird center test. And she's like, yeah, girl, you wake up 11 to 12 times every hour stopping breathing. Your oxygen goes down to 75%. Ain't that some shit. You choke on your tongue. You fully wake up enough to have a hard time going back to sleep at least 17 times a night. You are very tired all the time. You're like, thank you, I am. (laughs) 12 to 13 years ago when it first started happening, I was a mess, a true zombie person. I was like narcoleptic. And then I don't know what happened. I just got used to it. I guess the body gets used to it. I don't even remember what it's like to feel well rested. I mean, I really don't. My mom for so many years just didn't sleep. I truly don't know how you guys function without that. I've been having all of these other medical ailments like weight loss, high blood pressure. And a lot of that, they say, is possibly related to this. It was taking a toll, but I had a thought yesterday thinking, well, what am I going to be like when I'm well rested? I'm already kind of a pretty spirited up person. And they're like, well, it really helps your mood. You're like less bitchy. I was like, whoa, I can't wait for that. They're like, you're less depressed. Because when you lose oxygen to your brain, real things happen. It's not like, oh, you just lose oxygen for a little while. Being that poorly oxygenated really affects your brain. So I'm like, wow, I can't wait to see how awesome I am with all that extra sleeping. I'm excited for you, my friend. We will be putting pictures of me up. It's going to take at least a month to get the CPAP machine, but I'm going to be wearing my silk head turban 
because the straps are going to ruin my curly hair. I'm going to wear my Bane style oxygen mask. It's going to sound like that poor scene from E.T. when he's in the <laughs> bubble and he's got all the probes on him. And he looks so sad and he has like boogers. And eye crusties. I can't watch that part. No, me neither. That's what I'm going to look like. And I hope truly that this scares the shit out of Luna so that she sleeps in her own bed the whole night. Ooh, that would be good. It's not going to be fun to cuddle with me. I'm going to be all strapped up. I'm going to be all wired up. Good. It's just going to be me doom scrolling, wearing my Bane mask and my silk hair turban and my mouth guard. It is just primo sex. Get me my sex swing, my liberator, and let's just get to it. I went to Sam's Club yesterday and bought Matt the 72 pack of Breathe Right strips as a Hanukkah gift. Because he ran through the ones I gave <laughs> The two of us are a mess. So he has his mouth guard, his Breathe Right strips. His traveling humidifier. Yeah, his humidifier all set. And then I have pimple stickers. Sometimes I have hair oil in. I have like a tissue in my hand that has snot in it that I reuse a zillion times. I'm surprised we have sex with each other at this point. Thank God I found a partner because right. times are tough. It would be really hard to date people being like, hold on. I know we just did it hard and long, but I gotta put my CPAP machine on. Can you imagine? I would just probably have to, nights I got it on, I would just have to die in my sleep a little bit and then just try to come back to life. James, I don't know if he still does this, but for a while he had a CPAP machine and the only way his insurance covered it is it tracked that he kept it on every night. I think he got like two nights in the year for it to not work. That's the only way his insurance would cover it. Ew, big brother. What if I get off on being a little tired? Then what? Huh? I didn't (sighs) sleep much, so don't listen to anything I have to say. Preface. We don't wish ill of anyone. No. These are just funny predictions. Some aren't really funny, but we do think they're possible. They're in line of the content we've been giving you all year. Yes. Just know there's no malice. We don't wish bad things upon anyone. We just think it might happen. You know, I only have one arch nemesis. She's a real person and I know her and we will never mention her name. That's the only person. And I don't really wish her ill will. I just wish she would trip occasionally and I could watch. Anyway, I saw a creator on TikTok who did her her bingo board. I watched it once and then I tried to totally let go of the concept so I didn't repeat anything. I think I repeated one because it's something I thought anyway. She also had Jesus Returns on hers, which I thought was amazing. We don't have that. Ashley doesn't believe in Jesus. I believe he existed. Who am I to say whether he existed or not? So these are our guesses for 2023 in pop culture and ourselves. Right off the bat, and I do think there is a high potential of this happening, although I don't wish it on him. I do think there's good odds that Kanye dies in 2023. We discover that Britney is dead. I have been going so deep on this about the deep fakes. I didn't send this to you last night because I was like, I've already sent too much. But there's this lady who's a dental hygienist said that lithium can make your teeth rot, but they wouldn't rot in the way that gives you as big of a gap in between your two front teeth. Can you explain the gap thing? Did she always have a gap or now they say she has a gap? No, this dental hygienist, she went in and looked at all her teeth pictures. She's like, I actually don't think these are caps. I think these are her real teeth. They're very white. They're very big and chiclet-like. However, she's always had them like this. She's like on the left incisor. It's actually messed up. It's not perfect, which I like. And then she shows pictures now when it started changing. And now she has a big gap in her teeth and they're overly white. And that incisor thing is not there anymore and whatever, whatever. And she's like, I tried to figure out why that might be. She had such good teeth. Why would they get rid of them? I looked up lithium and what lithium does to the teeth. 
and it wouldn't do that. And I was just like, holy crap. And the deep fakes, they'll show you, they slow stuff down. Like all of a sudden you can see the green screen and their glasses. So I just want to give people a little background. And I also want to preface this by saying, I am the person who went on record and said, Brittany, if you're not free at this point, you're on your own, girl. And I have watched a lot of these videos very critically. And I have been like, these Britney fans need a life. It is too much. Give the girl a fucking break, for God's sakes. And they're talking about MK Ultra, which I'm still not even sure what that is, and deep fakes, clones. And there's still a lot of these videos that I am like, you people are fucking nuts. But two or three videos I think I sent you last night, I think they're hard to argue. The first being this video that Sam did on Britney's birthday that was posted on her Instagram feed. People are like, doesn't it look like he's green screened? And my initial thought was like, yeah, that's ridiculous. The guy's green screening. But then someone found on his Instagram feed. I know a picture of him in his green screen room. A video of him in a green screen 360 room being scanned in. I was like, oh my God, that's not good. Then a video editor did an explanation on the deep fakes, which have you seen deep fake Tom Cruise? There's another one deep fake. I think Bruce Willis. They do it for all of the Star Wars movies with people who have died. They did it for Princess Leia because she shot half of it and then she died. Yeah. So they deep fake the rest of it. Right. But you wouldn't think it's accessible at home. But then you see somebody like deep fake Tom Cruise. Or if you have $60 million that no one can account for because your dad stole it and is probably money laundering or whatever, you have the money to do that. But then this girl was explaining the way that deep fakes work and examining pictures of Britney from a profile. I saw that one. I gotta say, I think people are on to something. I was the number one hater. And then some of them, they went back and the videos are reused, but changed. She spins. You can't see her back tattoo. You can't see her hand tattoo. Then in some you do. Then her wedding pictures, the face color is different from the body color. It's real weird. In certain paparazzi pictures, she has an entirely different body. I'm not going to say maybe she's dead. I think she might be. I don't know if she's actually dead, but I definitely think that she is not well and not out in the world. And somebody is green screening and deep faking her. What if this is part of her being free? What if part of her being free is she's done, she just doesn't want to do it anymore, and she signed off on all of this? Except that they're making her look bad. That last video where she put red icing all over her. Yeah, that was weird. So there's a whole argument about whether she was actually even at the wedding or if it was a deep fake. I don't think she was. I do not believe for one second that Drew Barrymore would go along with it. I know, I'm having a hard time with that. I will believe most things about most celebrities. I do not believe for one second that Drew Barrymore would ever do something terrible to anybody or be a part of some cover-up. And I'm not even the big Drew Barrymore fan here. This woman did a deep dive about Paris Hilton, Drew Barrymore, Selena Gomez, the people that were at her wedding. I saw it. Everybody said the same thing. It's a fairy tale. It was very intimate. They all said the same thing as if they were coached on what to say. I just don't think Drew Barrymore would go along with that. I really hope she didn't. Next one, zombies. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's zombies not the way we know it from movies, but that maybe some sort of disease will make us all the same. The CDC has had guidelines for zombies on their website for a while. (laughs) That is factual. Google it. You can look it up. It is on the CDC website. My brother and I have been like, we've been waiting for this information. (laughs) Here's the thing. My parents and I have had an ongoing argument where I'm like, the one supernatural thing that could actually happen is zombies. And my parents laugh and laugh. And this was before COVID. Laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. I think it's so funny. Ashley's so silly. She's scared of getting lost in space. And zombies are real. And I was like, look at the CDC website. They looked. It was there. And they were like, look, it's just a preparedness plan. And I'm like, it's the fucking CDC. It is not the National Enquirer, my friends. Well, you 
you know, last year I got the Judy Go bag. I know. And I bought radiation tablets. I don't know what I do for zombies. I need something to cut off their head. Get a machete. Okay, done. Get a machete. All right. The Rock runs for office. I mean, why not? I don't want to see any fucking celebrities run for office. You did not dedicate your life to it. I don't want to see it. I don't care if fucking Mother Teresa came back from the dead, which apparently she wasn't that great of a person. No, I know. But if Mother Teresa came back from the dead and ran for office, no, you are not a politician. You did not study this in school. You do not know what you're doing. Enough. Let's learn our lesson. And I like The Rock, but don't fucking run for office, bro. Right. Okay. Aliens finally reveal themselves. I think this is pretty likely. And I feel like they have been doing it. We just haven't been paying attention. I think I said this on the show. I saw some comedian a couple of years ago saying, you know how I know aliens exist? Because Trump created Space Force. And I was laughing and I was like, oh my God, he's right. Why else would Trump create Space Force? The only reason the guy would create it is if he knew aliens were real. And Matt was like, well, because of satellites and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, that's not why Trump would start it. So I do believe the aliens will show themselves at any point. And like I've said, there's a good chance I will need to be institutionalized if that happens because it is one of my great fears. We find out we're in a simulation. Now, we're going to do a whole separate episode on this about CERN. We can't do this ourselves. We need someone to guide it. About how physicists believe that when that happened, it split and now there's two realities. And that's why the Mandela effect is so apparent recently. Anyway, find out that we're in a simulation. Here's a fun one. Pete Davidson dates Jennifer Coolidge. Why not? That could be fun. J-Lo and Ben Affleck, or as I like to call him, Ben Affleck, divorce. I think it's very possible. I have two things to say about this. First thing is I have never found either Matt Damon or Ben Affleck attractive. Never, ever. I've always found Ben Affleck attractive. I heard him speak Spanish. It's really good. My panties got wet and not from kissing myself. I know. He lived in Spain. I think it was Mexico. He knows he's good. And so the cockiness of him doing it, I was like, oh, oh, baby. I know. And then I love the deep dives about how J-Lo is just maybe one of the worst humans. Horrible. Yes. Actually, one of the worst human beings <laughs> ever to be created. It feels very relevant. There is a video. He's in the driveway and she walks out of the house and she looks at the paparazzi and he leans up against the car and she leans on him and does this chest pat and then kisses him. And you can tell by his face, He's like, oh God, do we have to do this shit? Every time. Can't we just go get Dunkin' Donuts? I saw him walking with a Starbucks and I was like, how dare oh, you? No. How dare you? America runs on Dunkin', Ben. Okay, the next one. I really am proud of this match. I don't think it should happen for him, but it would make a lot of sense. Kim Kardashian dates Cory Booker. He used to date Rosario Dawson. They broke up. There's also lots of rumors about him being gay. He's a vegan. She doesn't eat. It seems like it would work out. I didn't know he was a vegan. She would never move to Newark, New Jersey. And he likes to live in Newark, New Jersey. Well, because that's where he's from. I get it. Tara Reid makes a movie comeback a la Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. And it's not a Sharknado movie. I hope for her that she gets it together to even get herself up on time and read a line. As opposed to do a line. Yes, or whatever she's doing. I'm really proud of Linz. She's looking great in all her magazine shoots. I'm just like, girl, good. Because you know what? She was a really freaking talented and absolutely gorgeous woman. I have been such a big Lindsay fan for so many years. She and I are the same age. I used to have pictures of her up on my wall. I love Lindsay Lohan. Her parents are terrible. 
terrible people who hoard her out from a very early age. And she's a part of that studio system that we all know to be like, take a young kid, have their parents not care too much except to make them money and sell them to the highest bidder. That's what's happened. So you know what? I hope she takes back the narrative for herself. Okay, but we're talking about Tara Reid. I know. And I hope that for Tara Reid. I don't think it's going to happen with Tara Reid. I don't think so either. Tara Reid is not looking well. I don't know if she's on drugs. I don't know if she has a brain issue from drugs. And I don't know who those freeloading blonde twin guys are that are always around her either. But if Natasha Leone can make a comeback from being literally actually dead in a ditch from drugs. She was on heroin, right? Natasha Leone? Yeah. And she actually was dead in a ditch. Oh. And someone found her and she was in a coma and on a ventilator. Wow. And is now back. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. So there's hope. Okay. Next one. Carrie has a month with no ailments or issues or medical questions. I don't know if it's going to happen. Maybe the sleep apnea will fix everything. Maybe. Ashley has a full month without diarrhea. I can guarantee that's not going to happen. I can barely go a week without diarrhea. I had diarrhea this morning. You have to give up your love of KFC chicken buckets and (laughs) Taco Bell. And cheese because I'm lactose intolerant. But you don't give up. I'd have to give up so much joy in my life. And anxiety because half the shits are from anxiety. Listen, I'm okay with diarrhea as long as it doesn't make my asshole burn, which the last bout did. Honestly, I don't mind diarrhea that much. White Lotus season three starring Sonia Morgan and Luann De Lesseps. What a dream. I just rewatched the bra episode of Real Housewives of New York. Oh, it's an oldie one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just rewatched it because somebody did a deep dive and I was like, now I have to watch it again. If that's not White Lotus season three, I don't know what is. So Sonia and Luann have a new show coming out that I don't think they've announced, but on TikTok, we've seen people filming them film it. And I'm under the impression it's like a simple life, Mm -hmm. but starring Sonia and Luann, where they do stuff in these small country towns. I am here for it. Me too. But also, this is going to sound terrible. You know what? Judge me. I don't think Luann deserves that kind of acclaim, attention. No. Accolades. I wish nothing but the best for Sonia. I know she's had some bad periods. I know she's delusional. She's no Ramona. But she seems like a pretty decent human being for the most part. She's just rich and entitled. Luann is awful. Anyway, this one's not going to happen, but you know, why not put it on? Right. Taylor Swift comes out. Now, we've talked about this. I wish she would. I wish she would. Come on, girl. Same thing with Lena Dunham. The two of you. I don't actually think Lena Dunham is gay. I just think that she thinks she's more woke than she is, and she thinks she's a part of a community that she isn't. I saw a whole deep dive alluding to that she is. In general, call me old-fashioned. I think people's sexuality is their own business. Totally. I don't need for Taylor Swift or Lena Dunham to come out, but what I don't want then is all these Easter egg things. Is all this pretending and alluding and all that. Either do or don't or keep it to yourself. I don't need to know who you're fucking. No. Either you are or you're not. Or both. Who cares? It's the baiting of it that is just so fucking annoying. Right. How can you be such a huge, huge star and speak out about injustices and all this other shit and not live in the truth of who you are? I also think people will still love you. So Matt has a really big issue with Taylor Swift and I agree with him and that was that in the 2020 election she did not speak out against Trump and it was because her whole machine behind her. She has a lot of middle of the country, conservative leaning fans. Well, especially because she started off as country. Right. And she doesn't want to alienate them. He and I are of the belief that it's your job as a public figure to try and advocate for the right thing. And I know a lot of people 
disagree with me. And that's okay. We can agree to disagree. It's disingenuous. Right. She presents herself as down to earth, cool chick, blah, 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 blah. Stop Easter egging. Stop beating people. Yeah. That's all. Last one. Pete Davidson dates Olivia Wilde. It's a match made in heaven, honestly. Have Harry Styles and her broken up yet? Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Hmm. They are fully broken up and he's moved on to Emily Ratajkowski. Well, it's a rumor. It has not been confirmed. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I see it happening. So we're calling this next segment Actionable January. We're not doing resolutions. Or join us January. You know, I like alliteration. Sure. January is the most boring month of the year. It feels like it takes a whole year to get through. It's cold. It's dark. No one is really socializing. Some people decide to give up alcohol. I think that's the worst time to give up alcohol. There's a lot of things that go on in January. You're broke from Christmas. So we thought there's all this shit we need to do during the year that we put off because it's just so much. This is the time to do it. And Ashley and I like a to-do list. So this is sort of like a to-do list and less like a, oh, vision board yourself as a whole different person. Manifest. No. And you know we're into that shit, but this is not that. So first stop, get your emergency kit prepared. Just do it. I have one, but I have shit I need to add to it, like a life straw. And I've been putting off getting those things. I'm going to focus on it. Some of that stuff makes great stocking stuffers. A little late in the game, but you know what I mean. Right. Sort out your firebox slash grab bag. So get your firebox together with with your passports, your birth certificates, marriage certificates, the deed to your house, a stack of cash. And then also have a quick grab bag in addition to your firebox with some cash, money, in case of the zombie apocalypse, or what really did happen, which is when banks closed down that one time for a few days. Have some cash, flashlights, fire starters, radios, stuff like that. Right. You can Google it. There's so many ways to do it. You can buy pre-made ones too. That's what I did. It's more expensive. The problem with those is food will expire after a couple of years, but if it makes life easier, then do it. Right. My parents, when they did their big move, brought me two of my memory boxes and I'm like, oh God, I got to go through that. I have VHSs that I want to make digital so everybody has them. Get a memory box started for Sebastian so I know he made this crazy drawing in kindergarten as opposed to first grade or whatever. Clean out the Tupperware. Just clean out crap. There's things that have like the spaghetti stain. You deserve better. Yeah. Make sure you have lids. Go through and organize. This is also the time to do all your donations. Clean out your closet. Clean out your kid's closet. Make piles. Determine what you're going to send into ThreadUp. Determine what you're going to sell on Poshmark or Mercari. Determine what you're going to send into Nikki or Four Days, F-O-R-D-A-Y-S, and Nikki, K-N-I-C-K-E-Y, I think. You want to check exactly what it is, but for the most part, they take all underwear, all textiles. They repurpose it. They're not like selling your underwear. They recycle it. Right, the cotton. I know because I've been looking for so long. It's very difficult to find a place to recycle textiles. Yes. Instead of it ending up in a landfill. So this is the time to take care of all that. Send that crap out. Actually drop off your shit that's in your trunk. Do it. 100%. Check to see when your appliances need to be serviced, cleaned out, the dryer, clean out the dishwasher, changing carbon monoxide alarm. So I had a poop explosion, a true sewage poop explosion. We bought our house two and a half years ago and we didn't realize that there was maintenance involved in our sewer that because of the old trees and the roots growing in, we had a shit explosion. So I learned the hard way. It's like me when I have diarrhea. A shit explosion. I had to clean up poop off of everything. Now I know every three months I got to put this pill thing in my sewage and mm. uh, we all good. And it 
eats up the poop. The mold around your washing machine. Carbon monoxide detectors. Clean the deep lint out of your dryer. I asked my father-in-law to do it and he did it for me. Oh, also a big one that I've been putting off. Cleaning your oven. Oh yeah, I hate that shit. Even mine, which has a self-timer. It takes four hours. It's a good time because if you're cold, it does warm up the house. Right, it warms up your whole house. And doing that deep washing of your dishwasher. It always smells like old fucking sweat socks. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Have your husband do that one or pay somebody. Holiday returns. Don't forget, don't let that money go to waste, my friends. Seriously, so many people are just like, ah, I'm just not even going to bother. Why? Grab that money. Do it. Take it. Get it. Throw out expired meds and or dry goods and restock them. Now, I know there's a whole thing going on that says that the expiration dates on medicine and food, they can go longer than that. So, okay, but just go through. Maybe if it's five years old, it's time to get rid of it. Right. For me, I know I need to go to Dollar Tree and do a restock of hydrogen peroxide, rubbing alcohol, all that kind of crap. So I'm going to do that then. Make your child care one sheet that has all the phone numbers, the local hospital, all those things. So if you have a babysitter, if your mother-in-law, your cousin, whoever is watching your child has everything on there. Maybe you have a photocopy of your insurance card on there. When you're in a really stressful position, you forget all that shit. And have it somewhere that's easy for you to access. So you can just leave it out when somebody's watching your kid or you know where it is when you need it. That's right. Or if you are like me and your child is repeatedly doing something that you know will injure them, you can say, you do that again, you're going to have to take an Uber to the hospital by yourself, (laughs) which I tell him all the time. I said, I'm not taking you to the hospital. I don't feel like going. I'm going to put you in an Uber and you're going to go to the hospital. I'll give you your insurance card. I obviously wouldn't do that, but it does make him stop. That's something your mom would say. That is a Solita thing. Get your will, your life insurance, your medical proxy in order right before my nose job. I made sure. There's just things you forget. You don't want to think about what will happen when you die. And so you put it off. Here's the thing. Preparing is the best way. We had a situation and she didn't have her affairs in order. And aside from mourning the loss of his mother, he's now having to constantly deal with it because stuff wasn't taken care of on her end. Get that stuff taken care of. A medical proxy. I think about this stuff all the time. I have very specific wishes about how I want to be handled. Her nails better be done. Well, that is true. And my mom says, you better cover up my feet with socks. I'm like, you better not put socks on my feet. I fucking hate that shit. Moisturize my skin. Put chapstick on me if I'm in a coma. Please, I hate dry lips. Anyway, you want to know who in your life can handle it because sometimes your partner is not the person that is the best at being your medical proxy. Sometimes there's somebody that handles those situations better. Just have it all in order. And I want to go even further and that is maybe in my situation being, and yours as well, you're the only daughter of your mother's and I'm an only child or if you're just the sibling that everything falls on, it's a really good time to set aside an opportunity to have that talk with your parents as well if you've never had it. Because I'll tell you, for me, one of the things that's scary is when this happens for my parents, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know where their will is. I don't know anything about where I would find their finances. I want to make sure that everyone lives happy and has a good quality of life if something happens. So it's a good time to have that very difficult and unpleasant conversation with your loved ones so you know. And maybe if you are the child that handles all that, maybe not a bad idea to bring your siblings into it so they at least know so that when it comes time for you to make those decisions, you're not met with arguments from them because it tears people's families apart. Side note, which is funny, but not funny. If you have siblings or if you have friends, talk to them that if you should die, who should go into your house first to maybe hide some things that you don't want other people to see. (sighs) I felt so bad. My cousin died when he was really, really young. He was like 17, 18 years old. 
And we felt so bad when we went into his room and we knew his parents went through his room right after he died. And the day of the funeral, we go in and there's his porn and like weed out. My brother and sister and I said, hey guys, when we die, my brother's like, this is where it is. Go through before anyone else does. Of course, I'm like, I'm an open book. Who cares? My sister's like, please destroy these things. We're not talking about like destroying child porn. No. Do you want your mom to go through your vibrator drawer when you're dead or your kid? Don't put them through anything more. So I have strict orders and so does my brother, my sister. And lastly, make plans with your friends, your loved ones for the year ahead. Things to look forward to. It's a great time to make some plans. Especially because January can be so gloomy. It's like, March, we'll go do that day trip we've planned. Hashtag swag bag. I have not used dry shampoo in many, many years. And then there was this whole benzene recall. Here's the thing with my hair loss fears and all of that. I really have wanted to wash my hair less. So I bit the bullet and I bought this Odell dry shampoo made from plant proteins. It's 100% natural fragrances and it's not aerosol, it's a pump. I've used their products before, not that, but I've used their conditioner and some other stuff. I have never even heard of them before this. I got it at Target. The link is in our thing. I don't remember how much it is, but it's under $15, I think. And I will tell you, as a dark-haired lady, it leaves very little white cast that goes away on its own. Wow. I do it at night before I go to sleep. And by the time I wake up in the morning, I have really good volume. I'm almost a week since I washed my hair and it doesn't look greasy. It looks really good. And for dark haired ladies, I know the issue with the cast or you get that grainy looking crap in your hair. It doesn't happen with this. I've been using this multiple days without washing and there has been no issue. I tried to look at the ingredients to make sure there was no benzene, there was no talc, there was no stuff like that. And to be honest, I am not a chemist like Lee. <laughs> It's very hard for me to totally tell, but from what I can tell, that's not in there. If you look at it and you find that it is in there, please let me know because I want to stop using it too, but I really like it. Mine is in my hands. The Tatcha, the rice polish. Now they make it in a couple different varieties. They have calming. They also have a sensitive skin one. It's a face wash. I got a sample and I really liked it. It's these grains that then you emulsify and it becomes a little bit oily too. Because I've had other washing grains that it just literally feels like soap and grains, which is why I got this specific one. Because I used to use Dermalogica, but it was very grainy. Yeah. This kind of like gets an oil slip to it. So it feels moisturizing as well as... It exfoliating. And again, the sample got me. I got a sample at Sephora. I really liked it. So I went for the big. And if you order from Tatcha, you get this really well-sized stuff. I mean, as well as these little samples. The Sephora birthday gift for me this year was a little sample of the Tatcha, the cream. I had never tried it. And I got to tell you, this is the most incredible night cream I have ever used in my life. It is pricey. I think it's almost $80 or something. You use so little. It lasts so long. In fact, my mom gave me this large size and it has half left and I have barely made a dent. It is so hydrating and so moisturizing. I mean, the Asian skincare, they got it on lock, really. Mm-hmm. Truly. All right, guys. It's been real. See you next week. Bye. We love you. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. 
So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast. Written and produced by Ashley Herring-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or MamaDramaBand.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.